इज ऑल इंडिया रेडियो लाइफ मस्ट गो ऑन ऑल इंडिया रेडियो इन कोलाबोरेशन विथ विज्ञान प्रसार प्रेजेंट साइंस सीरियल लाइफ मस्ट गो ऑन बेस्ड ऑन अंडरस्टैंडिंग एंड मैनेजिंग सस्टेनेबल डेवलपमेंट लेट्स लिसन टू एपिसोड नंबर थर्टी सेवन टाइटल्ड स्वीट फ्रूट्स ऑफ कंजर्वेशन रमा रमा वेन विल आई गेट माई ब्रेकफेस्ट यू आर स्टिल बिजी विद द यूटेंसिल्स Sandeep, you already know Sundays are always busy for me. Unless the utensils are washed, how can the breakfast be served? But Rama, I'm hungry. I need my breakfast. I know, but do you also know that my friend Doctor Arthi and her husband Doctor Pradeep are coming over today? I know that. So won't you be welcoming them? I will, but it has okay. nothing to do with my breakfast. I'll I'll do one thing. I'll sort out your problem. Shanta, yes, ma'am. Are you finished the washing up? And Manisha? Yeah. Uh, uh dear, you start making breakfast for Sandeep. Uh while I go and take a bath quickly. Okay? Rama, Rama, Rama. Oh, anyways, you go and have bath. Go. Uh Rahul? Yes, Papa. Where are you off to so early in the morning? <laughs> Is your guitar practice classes still going on? No, Papa. I was just going to Ravi's house to pick up some notes on conservation and life. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think Ravi will make better notes than you? Uh papa and anyway Dr Arthi and her husband Dr Pradeep are due to arrive any time now. Oh and it looks like there will be no breakfast for me today. No papa. Raul 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 raul. Yeah. Why don't you stay back a bit please? But papa I'm... and go to Ravi's house once our guest leaves and uh... I have a better idea. Why don't you go and see if Manisha has started preparing breakfast or not? Papa, you have been asking for breakfast for quite some time. You've been hearing me, haven't you, son? Uh, yeah. So, why don't you go and find out if breakfast is ready or not? Uh, Papa, you are a pulmonologist so? and have been yelling for breakfast as if you have eaten nothing this morning. You did get uh, biscuits and tea. Be patient, breakfast will be there. Excuse me, Rahul. I'm a doctor. So should I skip my breakfast? Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'll go and check. And anyway, mummy always says one should eat only when hungry, not just because it is time to eat. Okay? Son, son, I agree that your mum is a gastroenterologist, but I'm really hungry, and that is why I have been yelling for breakfast. By the way, I have noted that in the last few days, I'm being fed in quite a miserly manner. Papa. Papa. You cannot ignore the fact that Ma knows all about tummies. Mm. Oh, Tule! <laughs> Woke up late today, I see. <laughs> huh? Okay, okay. I agree. Your mummy knows all about stomachs, but keeping a person hungry is not a good idea, isn't it? An insult to food? <laughs> no, Papa. It is not an insult. Rather, it is conservation. Uh, let me start my project with you. <laughs> Well said, Rahul Bhaiya. Yeah, 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 yeah. All your conservation efforts and savings, everything begins and ends with me. Arey Manisha, what about the breakfast? When will I get my breakfast? Oh, looks like Doctor Arthi is here. So soon? 
I haven't even had my breakfast. Manisha, don't serve breakfast right away. We all will have it together. Okay, madam. What okay? Huh? No, no, no. I don't know anything. Get me my breakfast immediately. Sandeep, they are already on the door. Think of them at least. It doesn't look nice you having breakfast in front of them. I'm I'm going and opening the door. Okay. okay. Oh, come in, come in, Doctor Pradeep. How are you, Arthi? Oh, I'm fine. Wow. I'm good too. What a lovely aroma. Oh, Doctor Arthi, it's only the aroma. The actual food has not materialized on my plate yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Sandeep, how are you feeling today? I'm good, Doctor Pradeep. How I are you? I see. Uh, not uh, had any breakfast yet. <laughs> Please don't talk about breakfast. <laughs> the tulip. You are in class eleven, huh? Yes, Doctor Arthi. And Rahul, you have entered the first year of college. I heard. Yeah. Okay, so Rahul. Uh, what subjects have you chosen? Uh, zoology. Breakfast. Huh? <laughs> Manisha, get breakfast for everyone. And Doctor Pradeep, when everyone is thinking about conservation, so all my meals are in peril now. <laughs> Sandeep, you and your breakfast. Uh, Doctor Sandeep, I haven't heard uh, conservation being discussed in any household that uh, I have visited. How did you started it? <laughs> it all began with Rahul Bhaiya's project. Great. Oh. Rahul, your uncle teaches environment science in the university, you know? Uh yeah, auntie, I know. Uh, and I also know that you are a doctor of uh, Ayurveda mm -hmm. and can tell me a lot about plants, trees and herbs. That is why I did not go to Ravi's house but stayed back to meet you. So nice. <laughs> so Rahul, now that we are discussing conservation, let us begin with the conservation of the very basis of life i mean conservation of air soil and water uh, okay so right pradeep although human beings have managed to pollute all three anyway i think we should begin with soil soil yeah <laughs> the most fundamental of all natural elements it is one of the most important of all natural resources but unfortunately instead of taking measures to conserve it we ignore its importance water and solar radiation are important but apart from the two soil plays a massive role in maintaining the food cycle true mm, yes uncle soil provides the nutritive elements and helps the plants to grow in fact rahul no tree can survive without fertile soil oh that is why we need to conserve soil and prevent loss due to erosion hmm. we must also take care that its fertility does not decrease because of changes brought about by excessive use of chemical ingredients you see hmm. Hmm. exactly and it is believed that erosive losses brought about by wind action or water cannot be rectified using mechanical measures this should be reversed using only biological methods dr pradeep you are absolutely right and this has been going on for years now our farmers knows this too yet the soil condition is pitifully undernourished these days like me why 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 so rama why <laughs> dr sandeep just as you are feeling wasted because you haven't had breakfast yet correct <laughs> but that is a condition of soil these days too actually soil is a bit like a bank account bank account yes rahul 
we must regularly replenish whatever we withdraw. Otherwise, the bank balance will go down for sure. Oh. Yes, and you have put it so well, Pradeep. Hmm. We take away a lot of the nutritive elements inherently present in the soil, but we do not replenish them. That is why the fertility of the soil is waning. It is dwindling, going down. And that is where the need for conservation enters the picture. Exactly, Rama. <laughs> See, hmm. these days the farmers are setting fire to stubble that remains after reaping paddy. This spreads pollution. Apart from that, the fire destroys innumerable tiny creatures, even beneficial microbes, oh. whose actions are linked to renewed soil fertility. True. Once these are gone, adding any amount of manure or fertilizer is not going to be helpful. Mm. Correct. You know, Rahul, in the olden days, people used to recognize the importance of crop residues. They used to use crop residues such as stalks, dry leaves, as soil cover. These conserved the water level in the soil and also provided suitable ambient conditions for the microbes to flourish. Yes. Exactly, Aarti. And Rahul, hmm. do you know, most crops retain 70 to 75% of potassium in the stalks. Okay. And we burn these as waste instead of burying these crop residues in a pit and composting it. Mm. That way, we would not need to buy expensive potassium fertilizers. Oh. Yes, absolutely. And in urban houses, the wastage of these nutritive elements is maximum. Right. Huh? How so, Papa? Tulip, I'm referring to all the food waste emanating from our kitchen that can be broken down by nature. Huh? I mean fruit and vegetable waste. You know everything that can be decomposed naturally. If only we segregate these biodegradable waste from the waste that cannot be biodegraded. Oh. There will be no longer be massive mountains of refuse. And we will also not need it to buy expensive chemical fertilizers. We can even compost the waste in green bins. Yes, indeed, mm. Tulip. Quite right. <laughs> the compost made using biodegradable waste is said to contain 15 to 16 nutritive elements Whereas chemical fertilizers or NPK fertilizers have just three. Mm, wow, Papa, you know a lot about soil. I thought all you knew about were uh, lungs. Rahul, <laughs> I have to keep track of a lot of things if I have to take care of you all. Hmm. And Rama, ask Manisha to take care of me and also of all of humanity. I understand what you mean by asking Manisha to take care of you, Sandeep. Finally, you got it. Thank you. But dear, how can she take care of all of humanity? How, how, how? Uh, I'll tell you. By dumping all extra food and vegetable peels in the green bin. What? Yes, that step alone is a way to serve all of mankind. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, wise. So, Pradeep Uncle. Yes, Rahul. Uh, when it comes to conservation... We must not only use natural resources sparingly by reducing the use, but we must also recycle and reuse them. Absolutely right, Rahul. See, we add expensive phosphorus fertilizer to the soil, yet 80 to 82 percent remains in insoluble and unavailable condition. Oh. Every year, 
it is the same story hmm. no wonder then the expenses incurred by the farmers keep increasing hmm. although the easiest way would be to use a liquid microbial biofertilizer hmm. liquid microbial biofertilizer what is that tulip hmm. it is nothing but fertilizers containing microorganisms which are capable of making available nutrients to the plants thanks to their biological activity in conjunction with soil and air mm. oh such formulations are available as powders or as liquids too very true yes and some microbes can render the phosphorus soluble so that the plants can use it mm. to allow this microbes to flourish in the soil we need to use bio waste such as cow dung and compost etc etc if we do just this much the soil will keep producing crops and that too without any deleterious components of course oh so those who burn the stubble or crop residue in the fields are actually not only harming the soil but also all of humanity yes indeed tulip hmm. and that is why we need to spread the message that the future of mankind depends not on instruments and machinery but on mother nature we must strive to take care of our natural resources at all levels wow sandeep i appreciate your comment that the future of mankind depends not on instruments and machinery but on <clears throat> mother nature well said clapping <laughs> for you but rama my future hinges on breakfast which i have still not got <laughs> but uh, on a serious note there is one fact we must all pay attention to see dr sandeep has rightly pointed out that our future depends on nature correct so why is a large part of earth's fertile soil rapidly becoming desertified how is pollution affecting the global animal as well as plant life together with these we have to understand the rules of growth and biodiversity laws exactly And another big issue involves water pollution and water scarcity. A uh, water pollution and water scarcity? Yes, Rahul. Water scarcity is a situation that happens when demand for fresh water outstrips the supply. Hmm. Water scarcity is often associated with agricultural practices. Agriculture consumes ninety percent of water resources. You know. leaving only 10% for domestic use. Oh. Domestic usage is a fraction of the water used in irrigation. Yes, exactly. And Rahul, you should pay attention to this fact that in metro cities, households tend to consume 250 liters per person, but in five-star hotels, this usage touches 500 liters per person 500 liters and people say there is water shortage tell me one thing why does a person need 500 or even 250 liters of water exactly. Yeah, exactly that is a valid question sandeep yes and the saddest thing is that much of this water is wasted either it is flushed away or used in washing cars etc i can tell you an easy way to save water each time you flush <laughs> Put a plastic bottle in your toilet tank to decrease the amount of water that flushes out each time. This way, uh, less water will be needed to fill the tank 
and therefore less water will be flushed each time. Hmm. Ah, that is why there is one liter bottle in the cistern. Hmm. Very smart, Mama. <laughs> yeah, Mama, after all. <laughs> well, let me tell you all a fact. India has always been proactive about water conservation. Even five thousand years ago. The Indus Valley civilization had a clear system of urban drainage. Yes, they were the pioneers of underground drainage. Rightly observed, Pradeep. Hmm. I'm sure everybody is aware of this. Mm -hmm. That one of the oldest water harvesting system has been found near Pune in the Western Ghats. Really? Yes. A large number of tanks has been cut in the rocks and water collected in these cavities. This provided drinking water to tradesmen. Who used to travel along this route? Oh. Each fort in this area has its own water harvesting and storage system in the form of rock-cut cisterns, ponds, tanks, and wells. Oh, rightly said. And do you know, in olden days, houses in Western Rajasthan they were built so that each had a rooftop water harvesting system. Correct. Rainwater from rooftops was channelized into the underground tanks. How beautiful! I wish I would have met you before that. Oh, Rama, I wish so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's come to the present. Underground baked earthen pipes and tunnels were then put into use to conserve water and channelize the same to other places. Oh, what a beautiful picture you painted there, Rama. <laughs> in fact, in rural areas, flood water quickly flows to the rivers. True. Seasonal rain-fed rivers dry up soon after the rains stop. It is necessary to stop the loss of this water and to conserve or store it. Mm. In fact, a popular method of conserving water in the urban areas involves rainwater harvesting. Mm. You know, tulip. It involves collecting rainwater falling on the roofs of buildings and storing it in underground tanks for later use. Oh, this not only recharges groundwater levels. But also helps augment water supply and ensures water security in the face of scarcity. You see, it is mm. very helpful in times of need. Very rightly, Sir Arthi. Water conservation leads to enhanced availability of water, and it helps to counter declining in water table level too. It is environmental friendly by diluting fluorides and nitrates. And even brackishness, the quality of groundwater is enhanced. In urban areas, water conservation is an instrument to combat water erosion and inundation. Well, remember Rahim's Doha on water. Rahiman pani rakhiye, bin pani sab soon. Pani gaye na ubre, moti manas chun. How correct! Water is most important. Okay, thank you, thank you. Now let me come to my subject. We all know the harmful effect of air pollution, right? Remember, recent newspaper reports have highlighted how Delhi became a gas chamber, and the scariest fact is that it is not just the capital of India, but many other towns and cities that are similarly affected. But Papa, yes, people are installing air purifiers in house these days. And cars are being manufactured with built-in air purifiers. Tulip, that is the part of the problem. The cars that have air purifiers 
are the cars that are causing the pollution in the first place. The increase in demand of electricity is fueling the growth of air pollution. It is poisoning the air because we generate electricity by burning coal. Very yes. good point, Sandeep ji. In fact, we must, as Rahul has pointed out, reduce, reuse and recycle. Hmm. The Earth's natural resources are limited. But human greed has no limits. That is why we need to conserve natural resources. Exactly. Really, Aarti, there is no understanding in human beings. You know, we were so lucky to get such a beautiful planet filled with the colors of biodiversity. And now, we are looking for extraterrestrial planets after having almost destroyed our own. Well said, Rama. Oh, thanks. You're welcome, my dear. And you know, we have till now not been able to detect life on any other planet. Mm. And even if there is a faint chance that life may be present elsewhere, it will take us thousands of years to reach. True. And perhaps when we do reach, that is, if we do reach, of course. we may find that we are unable to even breathe freely on the new planet. No. The answer lies in conserving the resources we still have. Exactly. Just imagine, Dr. Sandeep, a 300 ppm concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere used to be thought to represent the danger threshold. But we have breached that to reach 400 ppm. And this value is climbing. Exactly. No wonder the earth is fiery with anger and global warming is leading to climate change. No wonder. This in turn is ushering in new illnesses. Pest attacks on crops are on the rise. Unseasonal rains, unprecedented droughts, desertification are the common fallouts being experienced today. Very sad. Really sad scenario that is. In fact, the solution is easy enough though. In summer we should wear loose-fitting cotton clothes to feel comfortable. But no, people will insist on wearing tight-fitting clothes, switch on the AC and curse the heat. The same situation can be seen in winters when heaters will be switched on, electricity will be wasted, but thick woolens will never be worn. Mm, yes, Aarti Auntie. Uh, you know, when I was researching water conservation techniques for my project, I found that there are many methods that have already been laid down, especially for water deficient areas and also those areas where there is scanty rainfall. People seem to have forgotten many of these effective methods. Hmm. Uh, although recently, uh, there was a report that by adopting irrigation and water conservation system dating back to the Mauryan times, some parts of Bihar have managed to counter the water crisis of the area. Rahul Bhaiya, hmm. our teacher told us that in Rajasthan, people used to build large dams called Khadin, Johar and Tankas to store water. Yeah. These methods have been effectively utilized in Uttar Pradesh, where these are called as Jaltalais. Hmm. And it is also known as Haveli system in Madhya Pradesh and Ahar in Bihar. Mm. Mm, Mind-blowing, Tulip. <laughs> you know a lot about these practices. <laughs> Pradeep, my daughter is brilliant. Exactly, <laughs> just like Rama. <laughs> well, you can say that. <laughs> and uncle, my teacher has also said that each one of us should adopt a way to save water. 
even if it means conserving just a drop great we should use only that much of water that we actually need we should spread the message of water conservation among people and we should also encourage friends and neighbors to find new and innovative ways to conserve water we should ensure that our homes are leak free often our tanks and toilets leak we should ensure that this does not happen tulip you have summed up my entire project say thank you to tulip <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we must avoid flushing the toilet unnecessarily do not leave the tap running while you're brushing your teeth or soaping your face and papa and bhaiya uh, while washing the car use water from the bucket don't use a hose pipe papa okay. told you many times yeah 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 huh? next time we'll take care of it and 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 do not discard water that has been used for washing vegetables rice or lentils we can use it to water plants or clean the floor and collect water in buckets or drums always keep these containers covered and you can reuse this water later water the plants mop the floors oh. wash the car oh. Oh, <gasps> catch your breath yes mom oh. yes mom oh. i must admit oh. that the most practical suggestions on water conservation have come from our tulip we <laughs> must clap for tulip yeah. Yeah. but If only everyone would adopt these suggestions our earth would remain verdant you're quite right there dr pradeep conservation practices run deep in the psyche of indians it is just that we have lost the plot a little bit but if you all get our act together and make a commitment to conservation efforts it will not be long to change our deviated habits and address the situation I totally agree with you Dr Arthi and I must point out that some habits should not be changed in fact some habits are good for health like what which habits are you talking about sandeep rama the habit of eating breakfast i knew that was coming <laughs> see if we have finished discussing the conservation of natural resources the habit of eating breakfast rama oh that is so obvious from dr sandeep <laughs> okay, okay okay guys guys if we have finished discussing the conservation of natural resources i think it's time we pay some attention to my conservation your conservation yes let us all quickly have some breakfast <laughs> okay manisha yes madam set the table quickly serve the paneer pakoras wow paneer pakora halwa halwa sandwiches sandwiches too and tea for all yay tasty food guys Looks like the fruit of conservation are sweet. <laughs> Life must go on. You were listening to the 37th episode of this science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar titled Sweet fruits of conservation. Coordinators were Dr. Chandar Mohan and Dr. B. K. Tyagi. Research and script Dr. Anurag Sharma. The episode was directed by Sudarshan Kumar. Presented by Dilip Jha. Recording and mixing Sharad Sharma. 
And the participating artists were Nikhil Divan, Tulip Fuzzle, Gaurav Devgan, Nena Sagar, Pranshu, and Mamta Malkani. Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winner will get attractive prize from Vigyan Prasad. The first question is, what do you mean by rooftop water harvesting system? And the second question is, in metro cities, households tend to consume how many litres of water per person? You can send in your answers by simple post. Our address is Sign Serial Life Must Go On. All India Radio, room number 615. New Broadcasting House, Sunset Mark, New Delhi, 110001. You can also write on our email ID, that is radio at the rate vigyanprasar.gov.in. Please do write or mail us your full name, age and profession. If you are associated with Science Club, then do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question regarding our program, then don't hesitate to write into us. We will be back again with the next episode of this science serial. Life must go on. Same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.